guys from wherever they feel like it. It's two guys watch a movie. Who is your host? Two guys. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Guys Watch a Movie episode number 14. Lucky episode 14. <laughs> Lucky 14, the one past 13. It's it's a it'll be a grand old time. Did you ever see that movie? I think it was with John Cusack where he's in a room 1408, I think is that it? Yes, yeah, is that, the, it's is a that good Stephen one. King? Yeah, I think is it is. Yeah. King? That's a good one. Him and Samuel Samuel L. Jackson, right? It's very cold in the room at one point, I think, right? Oh my god. Yeah, and there's like water and shit. <laughs> oh, that was exactly, a, yeah. That was I'll tell you something right now. That was a very different movie from how I thought it was going to be because yeah. I thought it'd be more along along the lines of like a typical horror movie, Yeah. But it's, it's actually really very like, like yeah, it's, sad and uh, more more like drama than I thought it would be, which yeah, is definitely com- I think good. it's a compliment. Oh yeah. Um, that was a, that was a really good movie. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, just kick things right off with some movie talk there. That's better than, um, this is our third attempt at recording, uh, this episode. Yeah, had some technical difficulties this evening. (laughs) We got this. We got this now. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this podcast journey. This is Two Guys Watch a Movie. I am Jordan Ehrlich. I'm Tommy Quartz. And this is a podcast about movies and movie-related things. Tommy, Jordan. how uh, how are you? Good. It's been a month since it's we've month. Uh, had a podcast, an old podcast. It's been a little while. We're off doing things and working and watching and getting married and. Oh yes! Congratulations just, uh, on your thank marriage. You. Thank you. Uh, as of the time of this recording, it's been about almost a month now oh, of good. marriage. It's... And uh, one month anniversary then. So yes. uh, traditionally, one month anniversary is celebrated uh, with plastic. Plastic. I don't. I don't know about that. We got a lot of okay. The plastic <laughs> one. I, there I, isn't. I, I don't think there's a plastic one because like one year is paper, and I don't remember after that. But it's like wood is two or five or. I know. See, I know that those types of anniversary themes exist, so but I'd never like. I've never known the specifics. So I just Gold had my. First year anniversary, so we do paper for the first. Okay. And so, like, congratulations, by thank the way. You. Uh, Aaron got me a actually really cool. I'll show it to you. I think you'd love. Yeah, this. yeah. Pl- uh, please do. Photo album for ticket stops. Oh. Uh, and she oh, like went that. ahead and put in like. <gasps> Is that uh, the... Yeah, and yeah. she like put in some of our old uh, movie ticket stubs and like, oh, shows get... different bands and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you gotta show that. Gabby loves that stuff, too. She, um... It's funny that she got you that. That's great. Um, Gabby does the same thing. Or Before we started dating, she would save her tickets for everything, and then we started dating, and we... Yeah, we save all of our tickets. Yeah, well, it's kind of a shame now. All my tickets are digital. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't... It's a bummer. I, like, want to print something out or something. Yeah. And then when I got her was, uh... uh, Well, I'm doing... We're doing a photography session. So that's paper, you know, photographs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I made a little uh, Photoshop of her Animal Crossing Island. Uh, oh. Made it look like, a, like a pirate map thing. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I, yeah, I guess I'll have to get some. I'll have to get my some major paperage on next year then. Yeah. Oh, I got her a book too. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, so you get you got her more paper. Yeah. That's wonderful. My goodness. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a month. We're back, and we've got stuff to talk about, man. Uh, yeah, I watched a 
a ton of stuff. The thing that I'm most obsessed with lately is uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So you fin- So you have you finished that then? Yeah, or? I did. I finished awesome. it. Um, and it was awesome. And I I might have cried a little. Um, I really like I I was sort of plotting through it. You know, first couple seasons are pretty slow, uh, and then I got like about halfway through the fourth season and was like, "Holy shit, this show is oh. awesome!" And then I just <laughs> literally binged it. I think it took like two weeks to watch seasons four, five, six, and seven. Okay, nice. Uh, uh, and then I've watched... already watched two seasons of Rebels. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Have you uh, gotten into Bad Batch at all? Have you gotten there yet? No, I'm I'm waiting to finish Rebels. I know it's sort of out of chronology, but uh, yeah. But there's the one of the episodes of the. Seventh season of Clone Wars is Bad Batch. Oh, okay. It's all about nice. the Bad Batch. Or actually, a few episodes, but yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, I'm watching TV, a lot of TV, too. Um, we just started, uh, I'll tell you a show we just started really getting into. It's on FX. It's called Dave. Okay, I haven't heard of it. It's a show, it's uh, Dave Bird, uh, who is otherwise known as Lil Dicky. Uh, okay. uh, he's okay. a rapper. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of, I think, loosely based on his life. Um, he's got a lot of like actual people from his life, I think, sure, on the show. Um, it's uh, produced by Ke- Kevin Hart is a producer on this, so it's got huh. some star power behind it. But it's really funny. It's really, uh, it feels real. Like it, it gets unexpectedly real at points, and like nice. for, for like a goofy kind of comedy, it's like yeah. It doesn't, but it doesn't feel like uh, it's sudden, like a super sudden tone shift or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just like, nice. just how it is. But would recommend. Um, nice. In terms of movie stuffs, um, we so we went on our um, we went to a drive-in movie theater. Um, Love it. For me, that was the first time in like over ten, almost twenty years. I think. Nice. Um, What'd you see? We watched. The Conjuring, The oh, Devil nice. Made Me Do It. All right, uh, how was it? I still haven't seen it, even though it's completely available to me in many places. You know, it's not as good as the first two, but it's pretty good. That's what I've heard. I think watching it on the drive on a drive-in theater, like just kind of being able to be in our car, getting the audio like through the radio, like I think that's kind of how you. Oh want yeah, to watch oh a yeah. Movie. That's like so. Like the first time I ever went to a drive-in was a couple years ago, uh, with Aaron, and we went uh, and we saw The Exorcist. And oh like, my god. That's the best way to see The Exorcist is in a drive-in or like mm. any of those old horror movies, really. That movie fucked me oh up. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I saw knew The about... Exorcist in yeah. theaters too once. Oh uh, no. And it, it had the extra, the crab walk scene. Oh, uh, oh no. And, oh my god. <laughs> it fucked me up. Like, it was one of the scariest theater experiences I've had. It, it's still... I knew... You know, I, I I'd heard damn near every shock about every shocking scene in the movie. Yeah, um, and it still managed to freak me out. Oh, the crab like, walk scene too is fucked up. The crab walk scene, um, just I mean, just everything. It's yeah. So it's just a haunting. Yeah. Even little things like that one shot, split second shot. Oh yeah, of the uh, devil. Captain that's Howdy. like it, it's like one frame. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's that. I oh, actually I, did a I did a drawing of that once. That guy's oh, no. face. Yeah. You can uh, see it on my, my Facebook. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that, but I probably yeah. will. It's a creepy... You know, like, if you pause, it's just some guy with white makeup on his face. 
and yeah. bad teeth. And it's, like, yeah. not even that creepy. Like, it's obviously just, like, black and white makeup. But when they only show it for, like, two frames, and you're like, did I just see that? Especially yeah. on the big screen, you're like, definitely saw a guy's face. Yeah. For, like, but, like, uh, yeah. Uh, it's oh, good. my God. Yeah, I'll tell you something that's not scary. Uh, more TV. Um, season two of a show that I love is going on right now. It's called... Have you ever heard of Lego Masters? Oh, my God. I'm watching Lego Masters, too. Are you watching Lego Masters? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, I've been watching. Okay, I, I really like show. the Chinese brothers. The Sushi Chefs, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're really they're, good. They're... They're my favorites. They've got so much creativity oh, there. Oh, that whale uh, was insane. <laughs> that was cool. That was huge. I oh, knew that I loved was going the to whale. I was kind of happy the, um, are they the Viking brothers? Is that what they're calling them? Yeah, the, yeah. The guys who finally won uh, yeah, the challenge? I, I, yeah, I don't like them very much. I don't either, but I thought they had a solid... They did. They're, just they definitely they're usually the, very good. I mean, credible yeah, credits no, do, they're good. But. They're very good up to, but they're not like in the place where they're going to win. They've never been in a place where they're going to win a challenge. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, I really the sushi chefs are definitely my favorite to win this season. Though. I agree. They're well. They're um, just like the most creative and like yeah, yeah. They're the best. Oh, oh, I love Lego Masters. I love that show. It's so like the thing that struck me about it when I was watching the first season. And the first season helped me get through the early days of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and then what struck me about that show though is that like you know everybody's competing to be the Lego Masters on that yeah. show, but like. Everybody's always so supportive of, of one another, and like yeah, they're all happy, and the dra- there's not really any drama that happens. Well, I love the uh, well. Uh, most of Will Arnett stuff is like aggressively dorky, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like I do love the manufactured drama that he tries to produce. Like, uh oh, he's getting mad at her. Yeah, and they have the uh, they they have this running gag that's really funny this season about the uh, is it called Chirons Chirons Chirons. The like the big like Chirons. text blocks yeah, that like Chiron is that yeah. what Chiron? I've never said that word out loud before. It's like uh, the thing running at the bottom of the CNN screen or whatever, right? It's like when they have like Chiron. Giant I think it's text. a Chiron. Yeah. Chiron. Okay. Yeah. They have like giant like letters. So if there's like big moment, it'll say like big moment yeah, on the screen. In like yeah, that's been a, that's been a fun bit. Um, they did a really funny bit, and you see the last episode, the one before that. They faked a conference call with um, that Ken Jeong was on, and you see, and Brad Pitt is a producer of the show. Oh, is he actually? Um, it just yeah, said Brad plan, Pitt in the bottom. It says Brad Pitt in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Plan B uh, produces uh, produces. It always says executive producer Brad Pitt at the beginning. Interesting. Uh, I never. I didn't. I kind of wondered. I just for a second. I just maybe thought it was a different Brad Pitt. <laughs> no. It's a, yeah. No. The Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> I want to see him on a Lego Masters episode. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of competition shows, have you seen uh, Making It? Which one is that again? That sounds familiar. Uh, it's hosted by Ron and Leslie, and by that I mean Nick Offerman oh, and Amy Poehler. Yes, that's the um, that's just the craft crafting. show, right? Yeah, it's just crafting in general. It's like it's similar uh, in vain, and like that people help each other, and like not too competitive, and everyone has sort of like a different craft specialty. Oh, you know, fun. Like some okay. people are paper crafts, and some people are felting, and some people are sculpture and shit. And uh, so it, it's pretty cute. It, you know, it's hit and miss. But the funniest okay. part of that is just the riffing between Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. Just like stupid bullshit back and forth yeah, oh is, my God. is easily the best. I love that. Yeah. I love those too. I've been watching a little bit of Parks and Rec lately too. Me too. Yeah, I've been show. rewatching through. So good. We got a Peacock account. Yeah, um, I have still my dad's Peacock, and that's why. 
Yeah. Because he we, gets it for free with Comcast. Same. That's how we got it. Because we have uh, we use Xfinity for Wi-Fi. They gave us a uh, Flex for free. So yeah, so my dad gets Peacock. it. He didn't even know he had it. And I was like, can I set you up with this? I'll give you your password, too. Yeah. And he was oh like, oh, God. sure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do have one more weird TV show that I just oh. got into. Uh, and yes. it is BattleBots. Which one? That's Is the that new... They're just building robots. <clears throat> BattleBots right? 2015. So it's the old show from like Comedy Central back in the day, but now it's just BattleBots fighting. So they they build robots and they fight them, but it's not really about the building. It's just the fights. Okay. Uh, I mean, they'll show like five minutes in between each fight, you know, like here's how this, you know, like the guy lost his last fight and what they did to like improve their robot and shit. Okay. Uh, but it's really fun. Uh, it, just... it does have a lot of filler for like, not enough, you know, robot fighting in the middle. Oh, okay. So it's kind of helpful to sometimes just fast forward. <laughs> you got to find some YouTube videos. You know somebody's already, like, cut yeah, out cu- the... Yeah, there uh, is that. So that's how I got into that. it. But I, there's one guy that cut out all the filler out of the BattleBots episode. It was great, but he'd only done one. And so okay. I went and just sort of fast forwarded my way through a lot of them. Oh, my God. I'll have to find that. I'm all down for, like, just... So it's just robots just, like, beating the crap out of each other and, like, oh, tearing yeah. each other apart. It's great. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then, like, so they're, like, I mean, mostly it's, you know, they've got, like, a spinning saw or, like, a spinning, you know, weight kind of thing. Right. Uh, or, like, their whole thing spins. Some sort, uh, like, some sort of gadget. Like, a hammer. Yeah, but it's mostly, you know, like, remote control cars, basically, with armor and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Always down for massive robot destruction. Yeah, it's, oh. it's I mean, it's fun and stupid. Perfect. And what's going uh, on, Jordan? Let's see what's going on. Here's the story of a lovely lady <laughs> whose name was Netflix, and Netflix was real. I don't know. Just fine, I guess. Like required, basically. I don't know. Anymore. It's pretty much just like yeah, we have. I mean, to have I was looking at. I really, I was noticing. I don't watch as much Netflix as. A lot of other streaming services now. Same. And when I try to find something on Netflix, I can never find anything. Uh, yeah, except for, I, have... I, I really want to watch um, Fear Street. I was literally uh, going to say the same exact shit. I do, do you want to do a, a, a group watch on Fear Street? We you should and, do that. Me, I don't think my wife wants to watch it. Gabby might not be up for it either. She uh, is not a huge horror fan either. But I think, I think yeah, I, uh, I think we should do that. We should do a group watch of... Fear Street, because it looks this pretty interesting. They got three part. I think part three comes out uh, yeah. as of this like recording soon, tomorrow. I yeah, think. okay. That's yeah. Fear Street sixteen sixty six. I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's an, it's in three parts. Um, but uh, the reason I bring Netflix up is because we might have another reason to venture into Netflix because what they want to do is bring video games to the streaming service. The idea is to, I think it's going to happen in the next year. Um, It'll be, uh, they don't plan to charge extra for it. Um, And I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work, but I guess they're just going to have games on the platform. Here's the deal. Uh, So there's a bunch of, they're they're definitely not the first to do this. They're like pretty late to this market, to be honest. So I have what's called Xbox Games Pass, which I just, you do? I do, yes. Well, shit. You oh. have, do you have the full one? Is it so? You're if you have it for console, you have or PC too, then wouldn't you? I don't know. Well, I have a well, Mac. I don't have a PC. You'd have it for so. Mac too, then. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, you can actually download it for your Mac uh, because there's plenty of games I think that'll work for it. 
I'll have to check it out. I could be uh, wrong about that, but I have it for my PC. I think it's included if I had an Xbox. But I mean, it's the greatest shit ever. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. I just played um, Injustice for the first time. So I haven't played that. I've got a million. But it's also the worst thing ever. I also hate the fact that I feel like I have to play these games at this time, too. Yeah. I have a huge library of games already that I haven't played. And now here's Xbox, which is like a, it's never feels limited time. You know, like most of the games are, I think they're guaranteed to be on there for a year minimum. Uh, yeah. Which is nice. Um, but like, it, it's just, it feels overwhelming a little bit with the amount of games. But I also think like, oh yeah, it would be really cool if, if Netflix just said, here, download this app for your PlayStation or whatever, and it'll put you, give you a link to temporary ownership over. Right. Well, I think the idea behind it is they're going to, like, produce... I don't know if they're going to produce their own games or, mm. like, if they're going to strike deals with other companies, but I think the games are going to be, like, directly Netflix on Netflix. original games. Yeah, like, it'll be on... Well, they have ventured into that a little bit. There's a Stranger... Yeah. You've probably seen this because you have Game Pass, but there's a Stranger Things uh, video game. Sure, I have. I do think... Now, I have an idea for an awesome Stranger Things video game. Actually... Uh, yeah, I just think it would be much better. Yep. Now, the Stranger Things video game, it's the one that's it's like 8-bit, isn't it? Or like 16-bit? Mm -hmm. Looks like a Super Nintendo game. And it's actually pretty fun. I've played a bit of it. But my idea would be like, uh, really unrelated. It could be not Stranger Things. But my idea is like, uh, open world game, but it's like, it's, you know, big only because you're a kid, right? And so you're like a 10-year-old kid with a bike, and, you know, so you can go into, like, the woods behind your house or, like, around your neighborhood or, like, down to, like, the city block, right? And, like, it's about solving a mystery and, like, finding little clues in the woods and, you know, like, eventually leading up to a Stranger Things kind of story, right? But I just feel like atmospherically, mood-wise, there's, like, a lot to capture there. And mm -hmm. I just feel like it would be pretty easy and awesome to do. It's like be fun. Yeah, you know, and like you get around by skateboarding or by or by riding your bike and you know, you have like a, a group of friends who ride your bikes and shit and like Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, you know, maybe someone gets some, you know, magical supernatural ability somehow cuz that tends to be in there and you know. I would play that. Uh, did you see WandaVision got a bunch of Emmy nominations? Uh, no, I didn't. Did you see what tied for the most for Emmy nominations? Uh, was The Crown? It Ted Lasso. No, The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, that's right. Oh my god. Yeah. Ted Lasso. 24, oh, 24 Emmy nominations for The Mandalorian. Oh my god, that's Most great. of them are for the episode The Jedi, the Ahsoka episode. Oh, okay. Except Rosario Dawson didn't get a nom. I don't like that. You could have gotten guest actress in a drama. Um, right, well, especially when that episode got like, I mean like 15 alone Yeah. for that episode. Like he got production design... And costume and uh, prosthetic oh, design or whatever, special effects. Sweep across the board for technical categories, I would imagine. Um, yeah, I would really hope. I mean... Giancarlo yeah. Esposito got nominated for Supporting Actor in a that. Drama Series. I saw And that. Best Drama Series. Um, yeah. WandaVision, man, swept across... Uh, Did it too? Limited Series. The Limited Series categories. It got nominated Best Limited Series. Uh, actress in a Limited Series or TV movie for Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, nice. Paul Bettany got nominated Best Actor, and Katherine Hahn was nominated for Supporting Actress. It's kind of kind of interesting. I didn't necessarily think these Marvel TV shows would get critical acclaim. I kind of figured they would go... Uh, WandaVision, I kind of had a feeling. Well, I mean, it's not like the Marvel movies have gotten any critical acclaim. No. I mean, aside from, like, 
money. <laughs> no, very fair. And some technical Oscars. Yeah. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier, not too many. Don Cheadle... Okay. Don Cheadle got nominated for Best uh, Guest Actor in a Drama Series for roughly, I think, less than two minutes of screen time. Well, don't forget uh, Dame Judi Dench winning... Uh, best Supporting Actress in Shakespeare in Love for yeah. two scenes. No, eight, yeah, like eight, 15 minutes, something like that. I think she has three lines in that movie or something. I mean, hold on, let's see. She was solid. I mean, that's a good movie. Oh, yeah. uh, she's And she was really good. Okay, yeah. Judy um, Dench, Shakespeare in Love screen time is roughly eight minutes of screen time. My God. Don Cheadle, in his defense, though, is, like he came out and his, his reaction was just basically like, really? Thanks. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um... But yeah, I love Don Cheadle. So. Yeah, um, me too. I like to imagine Don Cheadle as being like War Machine in that scene in Is it Age of Ultron where he's he's talking and he's like, and then I come down and I'm like, boom, looking for these. You were just <laughs> watching that movie. Oh my god. But is it Age of Ultron? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I I like to imagine Don Cheadle is like that in real life. You know where he's trying to impress people with his Marvel movies and they're like, well. Not Iron Man. <laughs> and then I was like, boom, what's up, Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, cool, see, cool. Yeah, that's great. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, Queen's Gambit got nominated for a bunch. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ted Lasso got a shit ton of I still need to watch Ted Lasso. I need to, I've seen a couple episodes, man. It's real good. I got I'm not going to get Apple TV, so I'll proudly announce that I am sailing the high seas. <laughs> Dun, 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 can you put in a? Can you put Pirates Life? I will in totally there? put in. Uh, do you want Pirates of the Caribbean or do you want Yo Ho Yo Ho Pirates Life for me? I want. I want a. I want a shitty audio recording of someone on their phone recording the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> ride at Disney. <laughs> They're out That's there. What I'll I want. find it. I gotta find it. That's the problem. You can't find. I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh yeah, Disney. You're right. Disney watching, shit is probably pretty. Well, here's the deal. Like, you, it's easy, really easy to find. This got really popular during the pandemic. Was finding like on ride videos of like Disney attractions because all the parks were closed. Yeah, yeah. Not to be like super hipster and be like I was there before everybody else, but I was doing that before nice. everybody Pre-pandemic. else, and I loved it when everybody like discovered that. And because I watching, do miss those parks, and it makes uh, me so happy watching those. Oh, I've been watching weird like uh, YouTube documentaries of like the history of fucked up rides at Disney, oh, or like okay. ones that were like crazy racist, or ones that just like kept breaking down or killing people, or. Whatever it was. You mentioned breaking down. I kept thinking of rocket rods. Uh, I don't know rocket rods. There's like the there was the old Jaws ride in Disneyland apparently, or like really? Universal. Is I that... think Universal was the Jaws. Yeah. <clears throat> uh... But it, like apparently, like the for like three months in the nineties, the Jaws ride in Universal was like perfect and like the shark jumped out of the water and like your boat started sinking and it had all this cool stuff and like. It broke down and like another part broke down, and another part broke down until eventually like it had like one splash at the end where Jaws comes out, and otherwise it's just like a long boat ride. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think right, it was. Yeah. A, I think it was originally part of the tour. That was the Florida version, I think, because in Hollywood it's part of the tram tour. Okay. Where you, it kind of like takes you through like each part, studio that's on the lot, and I right. think like the Amityville was like part of the sets over there. So it's kind of like, oh, we're going through the set. Wait, what's that over there? 
Oh, it's Jaws. And they wanted to bring Jaws to Florida, and they needed a way to do it, so they made the boat ride thing. And it's, yeah, it's since been shut down and replaced by a Fast and the Furious ride. Oh, okay. That okay. I hear is not good. Not um, very fast. Not very fast, not very furious. Um, Black Widow, um, which we will talk Let's... about later. Okay, yeah. But I uh, just wanted to make a uh, note of this real quick. Uh, so that movie, you know, there's not too much going on in the way of box office, but it did uh, I thought really it was good, interesting. It? it did really, really good. Uh, $80 million at the domestic box office. Uh, another, I think, $78 million uh, overseas. And on top of that, it made sixty an additional sixty million dollars in revenue on Disney Plus. Interesting. Wow, um, sixty were, million. Sixty million. They were charging thirty dollars yeah. for it with the yeah, Premier Access shit. thing. Um, that's twenty seven percent of the total two hundred and eighteen point eight million dollar opening weekend. Wow. Sorry, um, I'm just gonna look up Spider Man Far From Home opening weekend. Which was the last uh, movie in the MCU that came out? Yeah, hundred and eighty-five million. Ooh, opening is that uh, domestic or total? Uh, let me see. In North America, yep. North America. Oh wow. Okay, so not nearly as much, but I mean, so like not home, Spider-Man: numbers. Homecoming was one seventeen. Oh, very nice. Um, so not including international numbers. I mean, if you take the domestic box office and you combine that with Disney Plus, that was that's a hundred and forty. Million that's dollars better than Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, that's no. Strange. This movie made a lot during a pandemic that's, too. Even yeah. without Disney Plus, like you this know, movie made a lot of money. I saw it in theaters, and my theater was looked about nearly sold out. I also saw it in theaters, and mine was pretty. Mine was the same. Uh, um, yeah, I want to talk about that's it. Great. I have a few things to say, but not that much. Let's <laughs> jump into Black Widow then. Okay, cool. I think this movie suffered from. All the things that most Marvel movies suffer from. I'm going to try to guess. Is it a weak, weak villain? Yes, a very weak villain that was underdeveloped. He talked like three times. It, it was a very stereo... Are we doing spoilers, by the way? Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Whatever. I don't... Everybody... Yeah. If yeah. you haven't seen it by now, then, well, go see it if yeah, you want to. it's been out for a few days. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, about a week now at the time of this recording. Uh, everybody who wanted to see it can go see it. But yeah, it, 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 he, it was very weak, a very weak villain, like, cut, motivation, I mean, it was a stereotypical villain. Like, it was, it, like, a stereotypical, yeah. not even a stereotypical Marvel villain, like, stereotypical, like, evil villain. Like, yeah. who is not redeemable and, like, I mean, yeah, he's a very bad guy. And, um, you know, you want to see him go down, but... Yeah, and it, I feel like he had the potential to be interesting. Um, I just feel like they were really vague about the, for lack of better phrasing, the, like, you know, the the assassin school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they were, like, really vague about it, but, like, there's a lot of really obvious implications there, you know sexual assault yes. among other things oh yeah that are like yeah. very obviously implied but never really it not until the very like i didn't think they started going into that until like the very like kind of the very end yeah she talks about her forced sterilization um but like i just yeah i mean i it's not like i wanted to hear about this stuff but like i just felt like they were like afraid to go like fully go there yeah yeah and it, 
yeah, and I feel like you can go there. We won't agree. We're not going to agree with a sexual assaulter. No, or yeah, they you know, like, they should have. We'll hate him a little more. Yeah, yeah, like they. Yeah, it felt like it was being intentionally vague. Uh, at times, I felt like, but um, yeah, and really, the movie was like wasn't about the villain really until like the last. Like it felt like it focused like so much more on kind of her family, like Natasha's family. Yeah, I. There's some weird stuff in the middle, too, though, that I think we need to discuss. But can we say how amazing... Uh, how do you say her last name? Florence, Florence? Pugh. Pugh. Crushed Florence it. Pugh. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Just the best... I mean, the best part of this movie, She was great. She stole the... Yeah. So this is the thing about... The, another thing about this movie is that... Like, Scarlett Johansson does a... And I think I've said this about her before. Because... So her character has been, like, horribly written um, over the course of the MCU. And... She's always done a fantastic job with yeah. what she's given. and I, I don't think she was written very interestingly this time. I feel like she was one of the more boring characters in this movie. It seemed like she was just a witness to kind of everything else. If Yeah. yeah. Like, compared to, like, other characters like um, Yelena, played by Florence Pugh, or even um, Red Guardian, played by uh, David Harbour. Like... Yeah. She was definitely, like, just taking a backseat a lot of the time to this kind of, like, effed up family. Yeah. Um, also, there was issues with setup and payoff, uh, I felt like, the pig thing. Oh, that was, uh, I'll give him credit, that was horrifying to watch. Right, and then, like, two scenes later, we're supposed to like the mom? Yeah, God, I, yeah. So, what I was wondering, though, is, like, is this pig thing gonna set up and pay off? And then there was, like... Oh, you can't do it while breathing. You can't, you know, hold your breath. And I was like, oh, they're going to give somebody the mind control and they're going to turn their own breath off. And that's how that pig thing is going to pay off. Right. Yeah. But it never did. It was some weird fucked up scene. Just thrown in there for the sake. Made you really hate this mom. I feel like. I thought she was going to, they, they were setting her up to be like the, I thought she was going to be taskmaster, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I did too. Or some sort of mastermind behind this, like... Yeah, and the Taskmaster reveal was... I thought it was fine. Fine. But, like, not set up right. I just feel like it was like, look at this payoff, and we're like, okay, who... Yeah. <laughs> Are we supposed to... <laughs> Are we supposed to care? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, they go into the whole, like... You know, it's a, it's a big emotional moment, I think, for Natasha because... And I'm glad that they finally went into because throughout the MCU, you've been hearing about how... With her and Hawkeye in Budapest. And yeah, they finally yeah. reveal what went down there, which is that her... Uh, they When they were trying to assassinate him... What's his name? Draco? Drivko? Stereotypical... Dra- Drakov? Drakov? I don't know. Yeah. If I can't remember the villain's name, that's not a good sign. Um, yeah. But they killed his daughter. Um, when they were in the, in an attempt to bomb, I think it was his apartment. The daughter was there and she was also quote unquote killed in the explosion, but then she wasn't. Right. Um, and the daughter is Taskmaster. It could have been more interesting and I thought it was going to be, I thought Taskmaster's identity was going to be, I thought whoever was controlling Taskmaster was going to be like kind of an indication of like a bigger bad for the MCU going forward. I feel like if this movie had come out at the same time as Doctor Strange, Black Panther, in that phase, yeah, I would have liked it more. One hundred percent agreed on that. I couldn't stop. And let me make it clear: like I thought this was a fine movie. I thought it's a well-made movie. It's well acted. Yeah, the writing's okay. It's fine. Like 
Yeah, it's totally a, a passable, fine movie. It, it it's it's. But I feel like they had so long to to work on a Black Widow movie. And you're absolutely right. Like this should have come out like six, seven years ago, and it would have been. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that the, all of this is this like character development and her backstory. Like it's too little, too late. Like we know. Her fate. We know she's dead. She's gonna... She's dead. Like... Yeah, well, that even doesn't bother me, like, knowing she's dead. I would have liked to have seen an origin story, for one, would be interesting, or something like and that. We get a little bit of that in this, but not... Sort of. By the way, I, um... I thought of you, and I do want to get your opinion on this, uh, at the beginning of this movie, after the, uh... After they have her, uh, kind of origin story about her and her effed-up family, like, escaping Ohio... Right. There is, uh, by the way, opening. There's an opening credit scene in this movie, and you don't usually get those in MCU movies. Um, op- oh, really opening credits. Um, but during there, there was a montage of a slowed down version of "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and I remember okay. you lamenting to me at one point about how much I you hate it. that shit. I hated it. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. Yes, and I actually I really hated the opening credits uh, in general. Um, the weird stuff with like. Bill Clinton and Boris Yeltsin or some shit, and like all that like real people right in that intro was very non MCU. It was very DC. It was seemed like a DC thing. Like I've had those montages in DC movies. We've seen them in every fucking Superman shit movie. Yeah, and and like and also like isn't the president in the MCU not the real president? Well, is it like who came? Maybe Clinton came and then fictional president. I don't know. Well, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Wasn't there a wasn't there a president when in one of the Iron Man movies? Iron Man three, the president is featured pretty heavily. Who it's is a fake who, president? Who um, okay, it's yeah, the dude right. from uh, Die Hard two who plays him. Uh, okay, well, regardless, I mean, it's like yeah, it's been a fake president. There's never been like yeah, I know like there's New York and shit is like there's like real cities yeah, but like. I don't. I I like it being in a different universe, not our own. Right. So I I, I don't I don't want to think about like. <laughs> and I don't. Well, if the Avengers yeah. are here, like. What, <laughs> and I don't know what they're trying to do with that. If they're trying to make some sort of point there, because it's never made clear. It like, was at strange. All. Yeah. Like, and it, well, it just felt like very much like uh, like I can't think of any, like what I'm trying to say. I don't want to say, like, student film, but, like, it felt like... A little student film. Well, not student film as much as, like, those scenes, like... It's like those, like, uh... Like, you ever see that movie Zeitgeist? It's like that fucked up, stupid documentary. It's like a... No. Uh, fake documentary, but it, like, makes you challenge everything you've ever believed in. Oh, my in. God. You know, and they'll just... It's like, they'll, they'll play this, like... While they show, like, you know, cannons you know, battleships firing and then, like, you know, <laughs> gavels going in Congress and, like, all fading over each other. You know, that, like, kind of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost that, like, 1940s, like, war... Uh, like, war reel. Like, that almost... But it's, like, this... It's usually, like, terrifying. It's almost... You know what it is? It's, like, conspiracy video on YouTube. Oh, my God. Is the genre. That's it. I got it. It took me a 15 minutes <laughs> to get there. We got there. We got there. <laughs> But it's, 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 that's what it is. It's conspiracy video on YouTube. And so 
the opening credits, it's just like Clinton and evil and like red. And Russia black. and they're just abducting like, children, which is horrible. You know, I'm not, you know, it's horrible to yeah, watch. Yeah, and like but, sex trafficking is a real thing. And it's yes. like nobody's turning young girls into assassins, guys. But it's a real, I mean, there's a very. So if we. Here's the thing is that there is a very much like a real world comparison being made here. And I can appreciate that. And I would appreciate it if they tried to bring that back later in the movie. Like, yeah, they never say something about it. Like other than, you know, it's bad Yeah, or it's happening. Like, you know, like, you know, there's not even a like obvious message there. Just like they're just showing. It feels like they are showing it like just to be edgy at the beginning. I'm not sure what the theme of this movie was. Like it was like family. Like she has two families. You want family? Go see fuck nine or sorry. F nine. Is it is it good? I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it. I've film. actually never seen any Fast and Furious movie. I have not watched a Fast and the Furious movie after I stopped watching after um Fast Five because how could I, I thought like how could it get better than that? Yeah, yeah. One day I'm gonna sit down and watch all nine. <laughs> I haven't seen any Fast Five Fast oh, Five is a that fucking reminds masterpiece. Me. Okay, so I gotta tell you are we done with Black Widow? What else do we have to say about Black Widow? Uh, um I would say, I mean, post credit scene is the only thing in this movie that kind of points to any sort of direction in Phase 4. And it was for something that we already knew was happening. Someone goes to her grave. What else was it? She goes to the grave. So at the end of the movie, Yelena is po- one post credit scene. Uh, Yelena goes to uh, Natasha's grave at the very end. Uh, flashes forward to after Endgame. And um, Val- Valentina, is that her name? The Bar- Baroness, played by uh, Julia right, Dreyfus. Right, right. Elaine shows up. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Elaine shows up. She blows her nose, does the Elaine dance all over Natasha's grave. And (laughs) Tommy is doing the Elaine dance right now. You can't see it. Actually, it's one of the only dances I can do properly. And you did it admirably. Good, sir. (laughs) Um, But she shows up. um, In Falcon and Winter Soldier, you could tell she was starting to kind of put together this anti-Avengers, sort of anti-hero group with uh, featuring U.S soldier u.s um, agent u.s agent oh my god u.s agent thank you and yelena is clearly a part of that group same group now and she comes here and is like i got your next target um look at how handsome he is and it's a picture of hawkeye right um, right and she says how would you like a crack at the man responsible for your sister's death um, oh. So it, it was confirmed already by this point that Florence Pugh was uh, spotted on the set of the Hawkeye TV show they're doing. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's happening. So she's probably either going to be like a villain or like starts off as a villain and then they, she realizes that her and Hawkeye have a common enemy in the show. Uh, and then they team up together. That's probably how it's going to be. Um, uh, speaking of spending... I know this is, I'm like, I'm like a month back now, uh, but a bad transition to, I watched yes. all the Twilight movies in one day. <laughs> what? Bad, tra- bad, tra- is this, see, bad, that bad transition or good transition? Right, well, excellent transition into, uh, my wife and I, for some fucking reason, watched all, actually what happened was, okay, so on our anniversary weekend, we went and we stayed in this little cabin in this farm in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and nice. uh, yeah, it was. But they had a DVD player with like just shitty early two thousands DVDs. Okay. And so we went out to dinner and we had a great time. Came home and we put on a movie when we went to bed. And it was uh, it wasn't Twilight. It was 
I'm forgetting now. It's not Blue Crush. It's Into the Blue. Into the Blue. Which it's, one is that again? It's so bad, but it's like uh, so good it's bad. Oh, or so that's, bad it's um, good. that's Paul Walker and Jessica yes. Alba, isn't yes, it? Yes, and they're they're yeah. both so terrible, but also the movie is racist. Oh, like, no. Like straight actually racist like there are oh God. there are scenes where it's all white characters doing like black voices oh no and then there are then like toward the end like the bad guys are all they're like in Jamaica or something okay and so like all the locals are the bad guys so it's all the bad guys are black and all the good guys oh. are these white people oh no <laughs> and like a bunch of other like just like ooh God, like that movie didn't age this? well. Yeah, I don't. It was really bad. Anyway, so the next night we were like, we got to watch another terrible DVD f- down here, and so Twilight was on there. And we put it on, and like about halfway through Twilight, we were like, and I kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Twilight. I kind of <laughs> forgot that this first one's not bad. And so, uh, yeah. So the next day we were we drove home. We were like tired and kind of hungover, and so I just we put on the second twilight or whatever and we were like all right yeah we got to do it all now and oh so we god. watched the next four and god the last one is bad i um i've seen the one clip from the last one it's like you named my daughter after the loch ness monster that's yeah. my kristen stewart impression that, uh, um that's a well honestly that scene doesn't feel that weird out in context i mean it sort of does the worst defending... Now, this is major spoilers for Breaking Dawn Part 2, which came out a decade ago. I think I've heard this one of this one, <clears throat> the, what you're about to talk about, but go on. Please. Yeah, so, well, so I, I learned about it a little bit, but in the book, uh, well, I'll tell you in a minute, but in the movie, what happens is, like, all the bad guys and all the good guys, like, meet on a field, and, like, the one good guy, you know, goes and talks to the one bad guy, like, in the middle, like, negotiation shit, you know, like, how right. they do in medieval battles and shit. <clears throat> and, uh-huh. uh, and they're, like, uh, you know, like, but then, like, out of fucking nowhere, somebody attacks, and so, like, or, like, somebody gets shot with an arrow or some shit, I forget exactly, but, like, chaos ensues, and, like, just heads are getting ripped off, because that's how you kill vampires, and, like, heads right. are getting ripped off, and people are getting smashed up, and, like, the ground opens up, and there's, like, a huge fucking earthquake and like people fall into this chasm and like the, oh like good guys die like two main good guys die and like <clears throat> uh eventually like somebody rips off the head of the main bad guy and it's just like oh fuck yes awesome and then it was all a vision in the main yeah. bad guy's eye <laughs> yeah and it didn't really happen um i've only seen two of the twilight movies i watched um what was the one? New Moon. I almost said Blue Moon. Uh, that's, New Moon. That's number New Moon. two. That was number two. Watch that for a. Um, it was a bad movie night. Um, it was everything it's, I could have. It's hoped the worst. I think it's probably the worst of them. And Breaking Dawn Part One. We watched when we were um, honestly we, the last couple are bad. I mean that last scene in the last one is really unforgivable. But uh, I mean, it's, they're all pretty silly. Yeah, I'm not sure what the fucking point of those is. Like, what's the theme here? I don't think there is. In True greater love. Or anything. I don't think it, no, I don't think it is. I, I, I don't think there is like a deeper meaning yeah. to it all. I think it is legitimately just, it's just whatever. It's just, it's just paint romance. on it's a just, wall. It's just, yeah. no, it's just slapping paint on a canvas. Like I can 
paint. I don't think she thought of anything past the first book. And then she just sort of just, whatever came out of her mind happened. And that's what happened. She put a bunch of character drawings on the wall. I know that's how writing a book and, works. Yeah. She put a but, bunch of character drawings on the wall and just throwing like darts at it. And just like, I, I guess. hook up with them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it makes, I mean, nothing is logically inconsistent or anything. It's, I just don't understand, like, what she's trying to say. I and I don't uh, think there is anything she's trying to say. I'm so glad, like, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson have, like, long moved on yeah. from that franchise. Yeah. We've gushed many times about I'm, Robert yeah. Pattinson. But, uh, but I want to gush about Kristen Stewart. She's a really Yeah, amazing, I love, I think Kristen actress. Stewart is great. Have you, even, like, in the Twilight, have you watched uh, Adventureland? Oh my god, I was literally going to say it. It's one of my favorite movies. I love Adventureland. I love her in Adventureland. I think she's terrific. You know um, what's strange about Adventureland? Mm. Uh, the actors are playing their their real ages. That, they are, aren't they? It threw they? a lot of critics off. Um, because, like, uh, yeah, he's like 23, playing like a 23-year-old, and she's like 23. Right. And they, in Hollywood, they look like they're 17, you know? Right. And they played like, that age, you know, a year before. Right. So it's, uh, it's an interesting one. I like it because it's, yeah, there's something very real about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, there's a nice nostalgia feeling to it somehow. It's, yeah. All that eighties, uh, all that yeah. whole eighties feel to it. I love it. That's a great, I'll tell you, I'll recommend another Kristen, great Kristen Stewart movie. Have you watched uh, happiest season? No, I've never even heard of it. It came out last year. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's a romantic comedy. Uh, Christmas? it's about a, it's about a girl who brings home her, um, she brings home her girlfriend and her family doesn't know that she is a lesbian. Uh-huh. Um, the, the girl is played by, um, Mackenzie Davis, okay. who was in, uh, Blade Runner 2049. She's in, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, okay. and she's, I love, I love Mackenzie Davis. Uh, but Kristen Stewart yeah, plays the girlfriend her. in that okay. and she's terrific in that. That's a really... I didn't like the ending that much. I won't say much about it because it's worth a watch, I think. But uh, it sounds good. I want to see it. Really good. And Dan Levy is also in it. It's very funny. Oh, of course. Um, is it Levy or Levy? I think it's Levy. Is it Levy? E- Eugene, Eugene Levy, Levy and Dan Levy. Levy. Yeah. yeah, Levy. Okay. I I always pronounce it, I've always pronounced it Levy. I don't know why. Okay, let's talk Loki. Let's talk Loki. We have not talked Loki at all uh, on the show. Um, yeah, it was convenient. Now we get to kinda, talk all six. Kind of missed it. Yeah. I think it's like better that. to talk all six. I I think yeah. if we tried to get into the minutia of each one, it'd be a nightmare. I think I would be like, I would have a very different opinion of it to start things off than I do now. Absolutely. Like if we had yeah. done it like episode by episode, because I think the show started off for me. I thought it was going to be like a crime procedural kind of like like a procedural yeah. drama kind of like law and order or house kind of thing where yeah, they saw definitely like didn't different didn't time stick time. up on that no they uh stopped doing that after episode two yeah, <laughs> absolutely it went in so i think that threw me off a little bit was like exactly oh, yeah. where it went and yeah and it meanders i mean like from the to the apocalypses to the love story now i heard a really amazing are we talking spoilers Let's talk spoilers. Yeah, okay. Well, so I heard a really amazing interpretation of the final episode. I'm, so, yeah. Uh, so, Kang. It is Kang, right? He didn't it say his name. It is a variation. What people are saying is it is a variation of called Kang. Called Immortus? Uh, maybe. The the name He Who Remains has been used in the comics before. Okay, yeah. So, well, anyway. Uh, Kang, when they uh, approach, is eating an apple. Yes. 
so then there's the story of creation. And so uh, Eve, oh. if you recall, was made from Adam's rib, essentially uh, uh, a variant of Adam, right? Clone, right. You know, basically. Uh, and uh, she, so a, a, a man and a woman and then a god arrive mm. at the end of time or, you know, the beginning of time. Right. <clears throat> uh, a place beyond time. And uh, now there was a few other crazy uh, connections. Oh, but like... You know, uh, they basically, they don't have free will. He offers, he says, you know, you don't want free will. He offers them uh, things. So there's not really a temptation, though. But, like, you know, she ends up eating the apple by killing Kang and then granting everyone free will. Right. Which is, you know, uh, and then... Yeah. The other interesting thing is that, yeah, like, of course, Loki always turns into uh, what animal? A snake, right? A snake, yeah, that's his thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, so there's a, it might be a little bit of a Garden of Eden metaphor there on the oh last episode. Oh my god, I love that interpretation. That makes yeah, total sense cool. in the grand scheme of everything there too. It's... Yeah, it'll be pretty interesting where they go from here. But I guess Kang could basically now be a big bad in every movie. He, ever. There's gonna, I think we're gonna get a lot of different variants of Kang everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up in maybe a post credit scene in Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised how, if he popped up in Doctor Strange. How fucking charming is that actor? Jonathan Majors, who is from uh, Lovecraft. Do you ever watch Lovecraft Country? Oh, okay. I thought I had seen him. That before. guy. Yes, yeah. yes. I have. He's I great. never finished Lovecraft Country. Neither did I. Got to get back into that. He's I too. great. Yeah, um, got it. And he was okay. so. That was a very like expositional. Like most oh, of that took, episode is one big monologue, and it, it could have like, been bad. Yeah, the whole, I mean, 90% of the episode was that one scene. Um, and like, but yeah, but he was so fucking charming and hilarious, and it was just like... Oh, I, I know that's like one variant of him, and I hope the yeah. rest of his variants, like, maintain that charm. Well, maybe, yeah, like, you know, I'm sure they will, but like, there's gonna be a, a big range, I bet. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, we're getting a, we're about to get a multiversal war now. This thing cracked open, so by killing... He who remains, they've cracked open. The the, the, it, the timeline has branched yeah. into many, many, many different other timelines, and that's basically yeah. this cracked open the multiverse. This made the multiverse. Yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking too. Yeah, this was huge for the MCU. Um, what you think I'm, of Loki overall? Overall, I I dug it in the long run. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, I dug it. I didn't. It took me a few episodes to really get into it. But by the beginning of episode five, when you have all the different, like, versions of Loki, I was, oh, yeah, I was on board. That. I was absolutely on board. Um, uh, yeah, did take Owen Wilson was just amazing. Oh, I loved Owen Wilson. I'm so for, sad he didn't get to ride his jet ski. Oh, but we are getting season two. So yes, he, he better get a goddamn jet ski. I want a jet ski for him. I want him to go back to the 90s, crank up some Backstreet Boys, and get on a jet ski. Right, right. Cool. So, should we do questions? Uh, Actually, I had a little Loki-themed game planned. Oh my gosh! For uh, for this, are you Uh, saying you want to play a game? Well, Tommy. Shall we play a game? So, for this game, there were a good many different variants of Loki throughout the series. I have a list of ten. Variants of possible variants of Loki, five of which are real and five of which are fake. Uh, they were all featured. All of these Loki's that, variants that I'm about to mention were featured on the Loki TV show. 
Okay, all right. The I'll real ones I... were. Five are real, five are completely fake. I made them up. Okay, great. Let's uh, see. I'm going to give you each one, and you tell me whether or not it was real or fake. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to start off easy. Um, alligator Loki, real or fake? Obviously real. Correct. Or was it a caiman? <laughs> Is that what that was? No, what? I think it's an alligator. Uh, I would, by the way, watch an entire spinoff of uh, Alligator, Alligator Loki. Loki. Oh, Just an hour of an, an alligator going on adventures. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Loves that. Oh, my God. All right. My next one is Captain Loki. Real or fake? Like a Captain America Loki? Sure. I don't think I saw that one. I'll say fake. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm also trying to remember what I didn't see in the What If trailer. Let's see. Oh, yeah. These were all... I'm sticking strictly to the uh, Loki yeah, no, TV I know, show. I know, but, but. Um, Tour de France Loki. <laughs> uh, fake? That was actually real. <laughs> in, okay. It was either episode one or two. Mobius shows him different versions yeah, of himself. Yeah. Uh, Tour de Force Loki. There's, a, there's one of the holograms that's shown is... A Loki winning a uh, what appears definitely appears to be a bicycle race, and it, <laughs> he has been dubbed uh, Tour de France Loki. That's or, great. Okay, do you think he cheated? I mean, obviously. Oh, one hundred percent. I think he yeah. was Lance Armstrong, the Lance Armstrong of that universe. Yeah. Do you think it was like enhancing himself, or do you think he screwed other? I think I think he only enhanced himself to do it. I think he actually yeah. used I all Earth based using... drugs. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. He was using steroids, and that for sure. Okay. Cool. All right. Just um, check. Yeah, no, definitely. I didn't even know that until you just brought that up. Like, oh, yeah. he definitely cheated. He is the Lance Armstrong of that universe. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, I loved that he was. Um, he turned out to be DB Cooper. Oh right, that was amazing. I loved that sequence. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um. All right, my next Loki. Uh, classic Loki. Oh, uh, classic. Like, uh, oh, like the old. Uh, was it old? Old guy Loki. It was old guy Loki. What's was it, who's that actor? His name is Richard E. Grant. Oh, and he was great, man. He was so oh, heartbreaking in that. Uh, uh, at the end of that. Yeah, um, but he was so good, and uh, I, I, he tweeted or something, something about it, right? Didn't he? Probably somewhere. Uh, right? Yeah, but he apparently loved playing it. Oh, he had to have a blast. You get to dress up like that and work with Tom Hiddleston. Hey, Kermit the Frog like, outfit. Oh, loved it. <laughs> loved it. Uh, Loki the Bard, real or fake? Uh, fake? That is correct. Alright, um... Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki? Is it just a Loki who looks boastful? He could be boastful. Uh, real? He was real. He was one of the three Lokis... Sorry, one of the four Lokis that went to go pick him up. Um, he was the one who had that kind of golden version of Mjolnir and, like, double-crosses them in the middle of the episode. Uh, okay, interesting. That guy, that is... He is Boastful Loki. Okay, um, cool. Bearded Loki. Uh, fake. That one was actually real. <laughs> that was another one of the holograms that he showed him, that Owen Wilson showed him uh, <laughs> early on in the show. Bearded Loki. Um, Orc Loki. I saw Loki Hulk for sure in that first bit. Was he an orc though? <clears throat> was he, I mean, you know, orcs are... Big and green too, I think. I had that under fake, but I'm gonna give that to you because <laughs> well, uh, I, well, yeah, I think that was obviously a Hulk Loki though. I was gonna trick you in there too, but then you, brought, I was gonna trick you for that one, and then you brought up the Hulk Loki and like, yeah, it's, I mean, it. I'm gonna give that to you. Look, look, <laughs> uh, Hell's Angels Loki, real or fake? Oh, well, I hope it's real, but I don't remember it. 
uh, fake? That is fake, correct. Okay. Well, and my, my last one, this is going to be a difficult one. Subway sandwich shop employee Loki. Oh, I think I remember saying that. That's real, right? Oh, it is not real, no. Oh my <laughs> god, that sucks. No, I would love to see like Loki working at a subway, though. That would be hilarious. I can see it in my head. I can already see him with a little visor. Oh my god. Just looking miserable. Would you like to try the five dollar foot? I think it's Jim Gaffigan, I think, says like sometimes I like to go to Subway if I want someone miserable to make my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or something been... like that. Oh my god. Uh, and that is all the Lokis. That is our game. Alright. Alright. Uh, moving on. Uh, should we go into questions? Yeah, let's do questions. So you had a really interesting question, I thought. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, okay. Uh, if they decided to make a show about one character teaming up with his or her variants, uh, their own variants, what character would you want? Yeah, I love that question. Uh, so I, I, I straight away from answers that might be too obvious, like Doctor Strange or... Scarlet Witch or Vision or any of those because you know that a lot of this shit's gonna pop up in like multiverse of yeah. madness or Spider Man because yeah I mean Vision already saw another version of himself too yeah yeah um, so I'm staying away from the whole like mystical side of things sure and I went with Captain America uh, and I think you can oh, make yeah. a really I bet fun, there's a lot you could make a hell of a sharp political satire here you could have. The version of, you could have, like, the version of Steve Rogers we all know and love. You could have a more idealistic version of him. You could have old uh, Steve Rogers come out. You could have, like, I, I want to watch, uh, like, little tiny Steve Rogers before he's Captain America with, like, a garbage can lid oh, shield fight with him. And they all fight a fanatical trunking version of Ooh, Captain America. Who's, I love like, it. super overly patriotic. Like I love it. Did you see that Ta-Nehisi Coates... Uh, Thing with uh, Red Skull and his Ten Rules for Life or whatever. What? No. What is this? Uh, so Tana Hesse Coates, you know. Uh, oh does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Artist yeah. for, for he's a writer he, artist. He probably. did that uh, Black Panther run. That yeah, and he did a yeah. uh, he did a run of uh, Captain America or a, a book of Captain America or maybe no maybe it was Black Panther, but uh, Red Skull was in it, and Red Skull uh, had like a YouTube channel featuring his like twelve years for life, twelve rules for life or whatever. No, which is just like uh, right wing uh, asshole uh, Jordan Peterson. Wow, uh, interesting stuff. It it. it it, it pissed him off, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh, good. I'm sure it did. But, oh, uh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Sounds great. My my pick for that, my my first, at least, first initial thought for that one was just a bunch of Hulks broing out. Not Hulks. A bunch of uh, Thors broing out with each other. <laughs> <laughs> just just giving each other slaps on the back and, oh, I love this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just that a bunch of great. Thors hanging out. No, you're great. Right. I like this one. <laughs> just like, like <laughs> um, I, I can just see it. Just all of them, just just cheersing with beers and shit. I was a little surprised you didn't have a Chris Hemsworth appearance in this. Yeah, uh, uh, but I think the only uh, big cameo they had in this show was uh, in Loki was uh, Lady Sif. Which is who? Uh, she was the uh, she's the one who in the first two Thor movies who fights alongside uh, Thor. And the oh Warriors right, story. right, yeah, right. Didn't she die in three Thor three? Thor she's Dark? not in uh, Thor three. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she's coming back for uh, the fourth one. I hope she is. I think she had TV show commitments. That's why she wasn't in Ragnarok. Uh, which means she's probably still alive because they killed every other character in that movie. Yeah, sure. That was, uh, yeah, I love uh, the idea of Thor, though, just like... Yeah, Thor brought out with himself, I can just see. Um, I'm trying to think what other characters might be fun. Hulk might be okay. We're about to get a She-Hulk show, so we're going to get more Yeah, I think, like, Tony Stark would absolutely hate himself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every God. Every version he of would, himself. He would be so neurotic about every, like, aspect of himself. Like He'd, he'd just be bickering with himself constantly, I feel all like. All the time. Just be... It'd be fun debates. He would be. Yeah. He'd keep getting pissed off though, for sure. sure. Like, um, let's think. Who else? Uh, I mean, there's into the Spider Verse that already exists. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah, I like I thought Spider Man, but like they're gonna they're definitely doing a multiverse thing yeah. for this. So like, yeah, and I mean, into the Spider Verse already exists with it five versions, be, six versions yeah. of Spider Man in that. Yeah, they already did it. Uh, Spider Ham being the best. I did go through, like, yeah, like, nothing stuck out to me other than Captain America. I think. Yeah, I think it's Cap like, would be great. That'd be the most interesting for me. Um, mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be inter- I think it'd be funny if if Captain America met his variants and they're just, every single one of them is the same. <laughs> no changes. Oh my just god. this guy is fucking consistent. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it's, he's definitely got that the would personality be funny if- to, like... It'd be funny if no matter yeah. what timeline you went through, Steve Rogers is still just a stand-up guy. <laughs> yeah, just everywhere. And even the villain's just like, hey, you look great. You got that suit there. I love that. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a question for you, also uh, yes. related to Loki. Yes, and we're going to have to go through multiple characters to think about it. Yeah, we can have some fun with this one, because this is one of those questions that's like kind of obvious, but it's like... We can also have some real fun with this. Like, yeah. which character, uh, or actually, I think it's less, uh, doesn't tie to Loki, ties to Black Widow. Which character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe should get their own prequel movie? The example I threw out there was like, uh, was Tony Stark in the college days. Uh, which where... would be good, but there's no Iron Man suit. No, it'd just be like a 15-year-old Tony Stark going to parties and like, doing lots of <laughs> drugs and smoking and all the weed and doing yeah, all the drinking. Yeah, him getting in a lot of trouble. Yeah, just basically, like, him... Busted at the airport with coke. Oh, my God. Like, he's just, like... Tr- yeah. That'd be a Tony, St- it'd be a Tony Stark uh, college show. But right, it'd be yeah, lighthearted. Because, okay, well, yeah. what what of our... What superheroes in the MCU have not had an origin have story? Have not had an origin story? I don't think we've... Well, Hawkeye has not had an origin story. But Hawkeye also, hasn't... It feels like his past is so, like, tied to Black Widows, though. Like Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I could give a shit. I'm not excited about the Hawkeye show, but I guarantee once I start watching it, I'll be like, holy shit, this is great. But, yeah, I, I couldn't... I don't care very much. I did care a little bit in Endgame uh, in the opening scene, but I didn't care about him being, like... It's another one of those Ronan. characters where much like Black Widow is like horribly written, but you've also got an incredible actor doing everything that yeah. they can. Yeah, Jeremy Renner is very role. good. I love, yeah, he's great. Oh, yeah, okay, let's think see. All right, let's, uh, let's, now, I, go ahead. Oh, I had, another one that I came up with was Groot. Um, oh, yeah. How would you like Fuck to yeah. see a movie oh, yeah. with uh, Groot and his life on his home world? And I'm the sold. only lines in the movie are, I am Groot. You sold. For no, two I'm and sold. a half hours. I'm completely sold. <laughs> two and a half hours of Vin Diesel just... I am Groot. 
I am Groot. You don't need. To, you don't need to keep selling it. I'm. I am on, board. on board. How much money do you want? I'll give you five hundred million. I believe it would cost about a hundred. Okay, I'll give you five hundred. Okay. Million. Okay. F- sure. Sorry, five five dollars. Okay. <laughs> we can do it for that too. It'll just. It'll be pretty similar, honestly. Just <laughs> a whole bunch of just sh- cuts together of just <laughs> I am Groot from the previous movies. That's all it is. <laughs> we just make uh, a movie out of that. I love it. Um, okay, I think Groot. I think any of the uh, any of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy origin stories would be interesting. I think even a Nebula story would be interesting. See, like Nebula in the early days with her and uh, Gamora. Yeah, totally. Uh, or think, Yondu, even a young Yondu story would oh, be really interesting. I would watch Yondu, and yeah. you can get Sylvester Stallone in that. Yeah, he was Avengers. That's what we do. You know he's in the uh, Suicide Squad movie that's coming out soon? I'm excited about the Suicide Squad movie that's coming out soon. Early, uh, early reactions came out to that. Uh, it's yep. supposed to be really good. Oh, I might have to buy a ticket. Oh, I'm, uh, I will be... God, it's like I have an HBO Max account so I can get I know, it free. I know, but like... I know. But I got to see it in theaters. But I want to see I, Well, theaters. I also have Regal Unlimited, so... Oh, there you go. I oh, can see it in theaters theater. for free, too. Yeah. I might, yeah. Well, I did that within the Heights. I went to the theater to go see that. And nice. Still... Yeah, maybe I'll do both. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I had to go through a list of like the entire cast of like Avengers Endgame to see like who could we yeah. get for an origin story who hasn't had one. Yeah, uh, they're doing a Wakanda TV show. They're doing, I think they're doing like five of them or something. Like Ryan Coogler had like a major deal going with uh, Disney Plus. Crazy. Yeah, uh... I would imagine the movie, the Black Panther movie, because that's also called Wakanda Forever. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know who that's going to be about. I'm assuming that's going to be a, uh, sequel. I don't know if it'll be a sequel or a prequel now that. Yeah. Well, yeah. did you see, I think the, uh, the, the what if series trailer looks mega cool with, oh. uh, Killmonger as a good guy. I loved that opening. Loved the entire opening of, uh, like, uh, Iron Man up to that point where yeah. it was rescued by Killmonger. I love that. Yeah. I, so um, I was a little confused by the what if trailer. Because I thought it would be a lot more like, what if this happened in the end of an MCU movie instead of something else? But this looks a lot more on the lines of like, what if Spider-Man was Doctor Strange? Yeah, like there's a big, the one that I keep going back to is what if T'Challa was the one who was abducted by Yondu instead of Peter Quill? Yeah. And he's, so he's playing Star-Lord in this and that's, I loved hearing. um, Yeah, it's actually his voice there, yeah. I'm gl- so glad he That's got his that last again. project, right? Yeah. That is his last role uh, ever right there. Yeah. Um, but he looks... It looks super funny. It, it looks like it's T'Challa, but it's still got the irreverence of Guardians of the Galaxy. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it'll be interesting. It's not what I really thought it was going to be, but I think it'll be interesting. I'm stoked. Yeah. Okay, any other ideas for... For MCU, Groot prequels. was kind of my big gambit right here. Uh, I think Groot is the best. Your best answer. Go get. Actually, I, I will say Yondu might be my best answer I've thrown out there. I think Yondu be good. Anything set in that universe, like yeah, yeah. Well, there's just that James Gunn just has that world built very well. I feel like I know it's Kevin Feige yeah. too, but the space part of it, I feel like, is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's still, yeah, oh, 100%. You see, he had some great tweets a few weeks ago. Uh, I think they were a few weeks ago. But it was about, like, someone asked him, like, hey, would you ever do a DC Marvel crossover? Mm. And he was all, 
Yeah, sure. I mean, it'll never happen, but yeah, I mean... Like, who wouldn't? Like, of course. Uh, but he's like, I'm just not super interested in <clears throat> crossovers and Easter eggs. I, I'm really interested in just writing a good story. So, like, if it was a good story for Batman meets the Avengers, then hell yeah, I would love to do it. But the most important thing for me is story and character. And it was like, oh my god. That's yeah. why Guardians of the Galaxy movies are way, way better. I mean, yeah, all the MC movies are good, but like Guardians are just all around very well made. Just thematically, too, and just like the emotional stakes in those movies is very good. Yeah, love it. I love it. I can't, I can't wait. I, I think like his... When is Guardians 3 coming out? Does it even have a date? Guardians 3 come out? I think 2023... Uh, it's not too bad. Uh, still got a couple of years. Well, it was delayed because they fired him, and then they rehired him, and they yeah. let him do Suicide Squad uh, yeah. before and finish that up before moving on. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the script has been finished because the cast is all like talking about how they cried while reading it. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, which I love hearing, but he's such a great fit for Suicide Squad, though. Like, he's got that he because he does have that understanding that there needs to be a great story and a well written story and like a, yeah, a heart he to also it. Had, if I if I can just talk about how awesome James Gunn is a little more too. He had a yeah, awesome quote. Someone asked him about cancel culture. I read this one. Yeah, so I've got the quote right here. He said, yeah, um, I'll just go ahead and read it. When asked whether he felt he was a victim of cancel culture, Gunn responded, "It's such a bigger issue than that because cancel culture also is people like Harvey Weinstein who should be canceled, people who have gotten canceled and then remain canceled. Most of those people deserved that." Gunn explained, "The paparazzi are not just the people on the streets; they're the people combing Twitter for any past sins." All of that sucks. It's painful, but some of it is accountability, and that part of it is good. It's just about finding the balance. Yeah, God, he's so wise, and I love that. Like, yeah, you know, there's that controversy about his tweets from years ago about making yeah, jokes about like, pedophilia, so, and like, yeah, like they were bad. Like those yeah. are some awful, awful tweets. And yeah, he, and it was that like sort of early internet. I don't want to say early internet, but it was like sort of early Twitter, where like a lot of Comedy was just like, see how ridiculous and extreme you can be. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like, he basically said, like, yeah, it was stupid, but obviously that's not who I am. It's yeah, and ago. he, by the way, had already apologized for those long yeah. before the all the those conservatives, like, came out and were like, and, like, brought those Yeah, and he deleted them, like, too, and... <laughs> Like, he already, like, apologized and, like, made... It, it was such a... It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um... Like, he already, he apologized, and clearly, that's not who he is anymore. Like, that's the thing, is, like, people have the capacity to change. Like, yeah, not everybody, that. not everybody deserves that second chance. Like, you have the yeah, Harvey totally, Weinsteins yeah. of the world who yeah. don't, and, like... And the Cosbys, who, I <laughs> get in the face Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> It just it was on a technicality too. The I said, the best comment I saw about it all was we said free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. God, didn't she just uh have a big step forward? Yeah, very so recently she is in her conservatorship. A, yeah, well she's petitioned the court uh and was really big news to literally today was that she was able to hire her own lawyer. That's right. As opposed to her conservatorship hiring her lawyer. That's right. To represent her against her conservatorship. That's a big step. That's a good step right there. 
Yeah, um, you know, I've actually I don't wanna, I don't know how much I should say this super publicly, but like I, I've worked in uh, guardianship law, and shit is corrupt. <laughs> oh sure. Like I mean, th- so here's how they decide how much the attorneys should get paid. Uh, okay, so like, let's say your your dad was super wealthy, and uh, you have a disability, right? Uh, and he dies and leaves you a billion dollars, right? Uh, <clears throat> but you have a disability, and so they have a a, a court appointed. A guardian ad litem is what it's called. And that means just guardian over your money and your money only. Uh, and you might have a guardianship otherwise or a, a conservatorship for your emotional medical needs. But the guardian ad litem uh, is just like, you know, if if you want to buy a new house, you'd go to your guardian ad litem and say, hey, I want to buy a new house. And they'd go to the court and they'd say, hey, this guy needs to buy a new house. He wants to take a million dollars for a house out of his billion dollars trust to buy a house. Uh, but the lawyers have to get paid for their time, right? And so the judge decides how much they get paid for their time. And so they can say to the judge, I think I should be paid $500 an hour for my time, uh, even though my typical rate is $100 an hour. Uh, and if the judge likes them, they'll say, sure, oh, of course. God. <laughs> and so, yes, uh, that is one completely legal, very corrupt aspect of guardianship Oof. Uh, that I can share from my professional experience but how much uh, of that do you want in the how much of that you want on the podcast you can put that whole thing in I think it's pretty interesting um yeah if you want to I mean you don't if it's if you think it's boring no not at uh, all I think it's inter- no I think it's interesting to hear that perspective yeah I mean uh, I'm not saying this, especially given everything you know Britney Spears entertainment ties to yeah, talk yeah. About, like I think it's incredibly interesting. I just didn't know. I just don't know like how much. You yeah, know, I you wouldn't can be talk specific. About. You're not. I mean, yeah, no. There you go. Um, like, I can be. <laughs> please. I mean, it won't make the episode, but you know. <laughs> Anything else, Jordan? <laughs> I think that about does it for two guys watch a movie today uh thank you everybody for listening we are on apple podcasts we are on spotify stitcher wherever you get your podcasts uh if you feel like it please rate review and subscribe us we would love we to hear are back. on drugs we're not on drugs we went over this <laughs> last episode last we what did were I say last not time? on drugs did i say heroin what drug did i say last you definitely time? i think it was ecstasy we are We're not on ecstasy. <laughs> we are on ecstasy. Well, I might have speak to for take yourself, to watch, uh, I might have to take some to watch uh, the new Space Jam movie. But God, it looks bad. Also, why are they... I thought they were going to be animated. They're CG. They're CG. I think they're partially... I think animation's coming up in there. We'll see. Okay. I might have to watch that movie because I can get it for free now because HBO. Uh, yeah. Report back. Next yeah, time. I mean, I'll I'll watch it too. I I guess is uh, it out? When does it come out? Uh, tomorrow, as of the time of this recording. That's the Great. what is it? The sixteenth? Yeah, July sixteenth. Maybe right. watch it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. <laughs> We're gonna go take more drugs. <laughs> We're gonna go take all of the drugs now and watch Space Jam. <laughs> I'm Jordan Erlich. I'm Tommy Quartz. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you real soon. Adios.